This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, my first guest tonight made history this fall as the youngest woman ever elected to the House of Representatives. Please welcome back to The Late Show, now Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Good to see you again. Great to see you again. Thank you so much. We, lo- we loved having you here last time. Thanks for being here. Well, I'm glad you're back in New York. Yeah. This must be nice for you to be back in a, a city that understands it's you. It's really nice to be back. Yeah. Um, uh, first of all, congratulations. Thank uh, since you. the last time we saw you, obviously you were elected. And I got a couple of things back here, a couple sure. of photographs. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what, what, what was, what's day one like when, when you go to Congress? I, I have a photo here of you. You being sworn in yes, right there. Yes. There you yeah. are with the, the the now speaker again right there, and uh, and who is this uh, young woman right here? That's my mother. Oh, how lovely! Yes. Your mom yes. got to hold yeah. the Bible. She did. Oh, that's she so did. nice. It was great. So uh, I understand you had Sotomayor was a bit of an inspiration for you. In, in what yeah, way? Yeah, it was. I I thought about you know what I was going to wear because I know that my nieces were watching and I wanted them to kind of be able to have an image in their mind. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I wore white for the suffragettes and people like Shirley Chisholm who paved the way here. And uh, when Sonia Sotomayor was having her confirmation hearings, the consultants kind of told her to wear a nude nail polish because wearing a bright color would kind of attract more scrutiny. And so she wore bright red nails. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Uh-huh. And I figured, why not? You know, that was another great tradition. Um, now, after your, I think it was after your first week in in uh, in office there, you uh, <laughs> Instagrammed this. And uh, can you tell us what's going on right here? Uh, so it was a really busy day, and I uh, got home super late, and I just wanted to eat ice cream <laughs> and maybe skip dinner. <laughs> And you were asked uh, online what, what, what flavor ice cream you were eating there. It, it was Americone Dream. It was. <laughs> hey! Oh, man. There you go. And there you thought go. it out, there you too. Go. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Hold Cheers. On. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Uh, clink. Oh. I, I want to warn the affiliates who might be going long. No, you get elected. Mm-hmm. You go in there. Your first day in Congress, government shut down. Mm-hmm. What the, what the heck is that like? I mean, basically, <laughs> it's like. Um, well, what I will say is that there's a lot of things we can't do as freshman members. We have almost 
you know, around 100 new members of both parties mm -hmm. that are coming to Congress. And we can't properly set up our district offices. We can't get laptops delivered. We can't start doing the work that we were elected here to do. Also, all that takes uh, the green stuff. Yeah, it takes the green stuff, and those workers are furloughed. And so... What, so the downside is that we're not able to get to work as much as we want to in the beginning, but the bright side is that it gives us a lot more free time to make trouble. And wow. Yeah. And because, you know, they say idle hands are the devil's legislative agenda. That's right. That is exactly yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so we couldn't, um, we, I couldn't do this. And so I said, well, we need to find the person that's responsible. And so Congresswoman Katie Hill had co-written co a letter with uh, Susie Lee. And we, and we got all these freshmen to sign it. And we said, well, we need to give it to, to Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and tell him to call the vote. We know we have the Republican votes to open government. It's literally just Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell versus the rest of the world, you know? And so, um, so we're like, we're going to find him. And so we went to his, his Capitol Hill office, his Senate Majority Leader office. He wasn't there. And then we said, well... Let's go everywhere he could possibly be. So we went to the cloakroom, which is kind of like a snack room for the Republicans. Mm -hmm. um, we went to the Senate floor, mm -hmm. and Senator Jeff Merkley submitted our letter to the Senate floor. Uh, it was actually some people, uh, some of the incumbents were saying that this was the first time they remembered House members going to the Senate floor since about 1992 for the Anita Hill hearings was the last time some had recalled that happening. Wow. Um, then we went to his constituent office in the Russell building. We took a little, like, train that they had. And there's a little uh, train underneath there's a little the Capitol, train, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's where we started the hashtag, where's Mitch? Because <laughs> where is he? Where that's is he? question. Did you, try, did you try going to the center floor and yelling, Ali, Ali, oxen free? No, that's, that's my plan when I go back. When you're back, that's okay. That's what I'll do when I go back. Um, okay, so you've been called a, a, a media virtuoso, okay? Mm -hmm. People compared to the other members of Congress, certainly, uh, some of them. Um, as I was saying, you, you had a little, a, um, a little lesson to teach oh, yes. other members of the Democratic Party to catch them up on social media. What were those lessons like? Was it like, the power button is the thing on the side? <laughs> what was, what so were you teaching them? I gave them more of my general theory and approach to social media, so... Mm -hmm. I said, you know, rule number one is to be authentic, to be yourself, and don't try to be anyone that you're not. So mm -hmm. don't try to talk like a young kid if you're not a young kid. Don't post a meme if you don't know what a meme is. <laughs> that was literally my advice. And I said, don't talk like the founding fathers on Twitter. Got it. You know, if you're a mom that likes to garden, talk like a mom that likes to garden. Okay. And that's all you got to do. How, how do you, you've had, you've, you've had a good a record of responding to people who are criticizing you on, on social media. How do you choose who you go give the business to? Yeah. Because no free rides. Yeah. Some people might be just coming after you for attention. Yeah, that's right. I think I, it's kind of an overlap of a couple different factors. One, is it a notable person? Usually, are they verified? Because I don't want to just go after some innocent bystander sure. here. But I think that if you kind of have, if you're verified on the platform, if you have a blue check, you're kind of signing up to be part of this 
public discourse. So we've got a blue check if you're kind of in my mentions, if you're kind of being sassy in a way that is, I think, unjustified. Mm -hmm. And then if I haven't eaten in two to three hours, <laughs> it's like that combination. Is so the less it. you eat, the fiercer you are on social media? Oh, for sure, for sure, exactly. <laughs> Cut off. <laughs> we have to take a little bit of a break right now, uh, but if you can stick around, I want to talk to you about your idea to tax rich guys like me. We'll be right back. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, we're back here with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the new congresswoman from Queens. Now, uh, congresswoman, uh, for you and some other freshman members of Congress, you're getting a fair amount of pushback uh, privately and publicly from more established members of even your own party saying... Wait your turn. Mm -hmm. You know, go slow. Mm -hmm. Don't 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 ask for so much so fast mm -hmm. right now. You're new. Wait your turn for everything and don't make waves. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to ask this question in 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 a respectful manner, um, knowing also that you're from Queens, so <laughs> you'll and you'll, the under, eggs. you'll understand this question. And the eggs. Um, uh, on a scale of zero to some, mm -hmm. how many do you give? <laughs> I think it's, um, zero. <laughs> That's what I thought. But what do you... So what do you say to the people... What do you say to the people who say, we need party unity and we can't have you going meeting with the people who are uh, occupying Pelosi's office mm. because that shows a divided front for the Democrats that you, the opposition party can take advantage of? Well, I don't think... It's, it's how we choose to interpret... Uh, items and it's how we choose to interpret events uh, and things like activism and advocacy. If you think activism is inherently divisive, I mean today's Martin Luther King Day and people called Martin Luther King divisive in his time. We forget that he was wildly unpopular when he was advocating for the Civil Rights Act uh, and I think that what we need to really realize is that uh, social movements are the moral compass and should be the moral compass of our politics. And you actually brought this book as a reminder of that I today, Mother of the King Day. It's uh, why we can't wait. That's right. Now, we gotta go here. I gotta get into... Uh, I, got, I gotta get into one policy issue uh, with you here, is that um, you have proposed a 70% tax... Mm -hmm 
um, on uh, uh, rich folks. Now, <laughs> I have no, I have no, I have no dog in this uh, <laughs> fight. I'm just curious, what, how would that work? <laughs> um, no, and I want to say, hey, I just want to say, yay. <laughs> what, and, and. So I think this is What a... if some of the money's in the Cayman Islands? Would yeah. <laughs> how would that work? I, so I think uh, this is something that we often see too with Fox News. It's like, they want to take all your money. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about a 70% marginal tax rate, it's not on all of your income. It's on your 10 millionth and one dollar. So after you make $10 million in one year, your dollars after that start to get progressively taxed at a much higher rate. And really what that is, is that it's the tax interpretation of one answer to the question of uh, how much is at, how, at what level are we really just living in excess? And what kind of society do we want to live in? And do we want to live in a city? Um, for example, do we want to live in a city where billionaires have their own personal Uber helipads when you people- can get those? You can yeah. get those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the traffic in the Lincoln <laughs> Tunnel sucks. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Sorry, so, go ahead. So do we want these kind of, you know, folks with helipads in the same city and the same society as people who are working 80-hour weeks and can't feed their kids? And these, this, this kind of tax rate was the norm up until the early 80s. It was, it was. This is not a new idea. In fact, you know, people are yelling, you know, she's a socialist, she wants 70% marginal tax rates. Under Republican, pres uh, Republican administration, Dwight Eisenhower, we had 90% marginal tax rates. Wow. Yeah. But I want to point out that she's a socialist. She wants 70% tax rates. Those are both accurate, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> Democratic, well, though. Democratic. Democratic socialist. Democratic socialist. Very okay. different. Very different. Um, well, thank you for being here. I hope we'll see you many times in the future. Thank Congresswoman, you. thank you. This has been The Late Show Pacho with Stephen Colbert. The Late Show will be back from fall break on October 24th with all new episodes. If you're enjoying The Late Show Pod Show, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. For more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.